Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We do have to take care of this business. My Talk 107.1 is KTMY-FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. I need information. I thought you might be able to help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Now tell us everything. 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 Well, guys, Lori Loughlin is out of prison. Oh, wow, I forgot. Right? <laughs> this is great news. I know. <laughs> I didn't see that story. Uh, Good. I know. She got out just, uh, she had, did have to spend Christmas, it looks like, uh, in prison, but she just got out today and, um, it still seems like she's got two years of supervised release, mm-hmm. and she also has performed 250 hours of community service. So, oh, okay, yeah, that'll be interesting, yeah. right? I wonder if she gets to choose or how that works, or do they just assign you to places? I hope I they don't assign know how her. that. Does I mean that's interesting. I feel like they probably assign it. Yeah, they're gonna assign her. Yeah, they would love to see her just picking up trash on the side of the highway Uh with a stick. (laughs) I was more concerned about that whole thing. I'm like, okay, that's fine, jail time, whatever. I was more like, they need to pay for like things, like start a fund out there to educate other kids. And like, I was more like, how is this gonna impact them money wise? Because that's you know the kind of crime it was I'm like you affected other people who deserved all these things it's not a matter of whether I want to have her pick mm-hmm. up trash Good that's point. fine yeah, you know but, what eh. you know where she should have to do community service is in the admissions office <laughs> at a college <laughs> because just those the paperwork grinding hard. stuff yeah yes and she'll stuff. see the applications and see how people struggle right. and how much they make a year and how it's like okay what do you do how much of a loan do you give this person yes all that's... these people that this is their first generation going to college and they yes. need this money that's what I wanted to I mean, yeah, look learn at all the problems we're it. solving here. Exactly. Definitely <laughs> better than my idea of picking up trash with a stick. I will have to okay. uh, give you guys credit no, there. It's okay. It's okay. We That's like why that we're, we're a team. It's we're putting a, our yeah, hands together. We're workshopping here. it. Workshopping <laughs> now, it. It's fine. This is really sad, and I and I apologize if you're going to talk about this in a little bit here, but oh. a bust of Brianna Taylor was vandalized. Did you guys see this? No. It was oh. smashed into pieces just oh, weeks no. after it was installed, oh. and the sculptor says that it was an act of racist aggression. Now, the statue was. Uh, put in the area of downtown Oakland mm-hmm. with the inscription that says say her name Brianna Taylor and it's a beautiful big bust you guys I'm sure will see the picture um, and uh, the cops have no idea who did it yet if it was a single person or multiple but since it is in a downtown area there's a lot of cameras right. no, they okay. should be able to 
in the time reach See somebody, somebody yeah, in a hoodie follow and, people yeah. people yeah. places to find a suspect hopefully. I hope they find it and they end up making it a hate crime but I also hope that it goes quickly because there's so many other things that I want them working on yeah <laughs> that as true. much as, as as disrespectful as I find it oh. mm-hmm. there's just other things I want them to be able to get back to because yeah. I don't want us attached to things when we should be protecting people right yes. <laughs> that's it but there is like you said the idea behind it and that needs to be right. brought to attention yeah. And and the the sculptor Leo Carson, his name, set up a GoFundMe page, and I'm hopefully people will get to that so he can use that money to fix it and get the repairs well all done. done. Good idea. And on a positive note, I mentioned this earlier, guys. Taco Bell, uh, a Taco Bell employee, received a tip that you guys would never believe. His name is Taco Bell Joe, Aww. and he's 70 years old, and he's been working in South Daytona, Florida, for almost 20 years. Okay, and at the same Taco Bell, and all these people in this community got together. And put together a fund, and they called it a prize, but it was no contest that was solicited. It was just out of the good graces of these own people. And they nominated him the best uh, fast food worker in the area, and they raised $6,000 and gave it to him as a prize. Oh, congratulations. That's awesome. That's, yeah. Yes. See, every once in a while, you're like, human beings are great. Yeah, thank you for those two stories, because now I feel good. Yes. <laughs> right? We can top off that bad one with some yeah. positivity. Yeah. So you got to love that, that they're looking out for the people there in their hometown of South Daytona, Florida. For more entertainment news, download the MyTalk app or go to MyTalk1071.com. That is brand new information. MyTalk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on MyTalk 1071. Welcome back to the Don and Steve show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon. Don McLean is with me as well, along with our friend producer Grant. Um, it's funny that uh, Jason Derulo song, a friend of mine said, my seven-year-old loves Jason Derulo. I'm like, that's mostly okay. That's mostly okay. No. I'm like, yeah, there's some like there's some people I'm like, okay, your seven-year-old should not like this. Like his seven-year-old also likes Cardi B. I like Cardi B. I don't yeah. think a seven-year-old should be into Cardi B. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what I told him. Oh, well, like, you yeah. know what? Kenny loves Jason Derulo. Really? Yeah. It's just a, for a weird reason <sighs> I can't get Why into. Is, of course it is. Mm. Does Kenny like anyone <laughs> for a non-weird right? reason? He, he's... Oh, well, wait. Oh, the cats lo- thing? Yeah, he low-key has yeah. a weird man crush on him. He has a man crush, crush on him, him over the he's cats impressed. He's impressed by what he has going on. Mm. Kenny. 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 Yeah, he's like, wow. And so it's funny because we'll... He'll be if like, that's all that it takes to impress Kenny. He's like, is that Jason Derulo? We're like, stop thinking about Jason Derulo. And his and his personal parts. Yeah. <laughs> It's all good. It's oh, all good. You know, That's Kenny, fine. he'll just go with the flow with anything. He will. You think? Yeah. 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 Mm. Well, not everything, but... Most. Yep. Most things. All yeah. right, so we're going to do some Don and Steve things like yep. this. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is... Is the beat. It is the beat, but neither of them are here. It's actually Miss Shannon and Don right. McLean. This first story, I was very glad you put in here. It's absolutely adorable. Yeah. Adorable. Mm-hmm. It is. Yes. We're so excited right. that Robert Rodriguez is go- going to be a co 
producing and directing the new Boba Fett series, right. which is a spinoff of The Mandalorian. Robert Rodriguez, he, you know, famous director. Right. He knows how to bring things in. They probably, what I think they said is like, all right, John Favreau, you've got a lot of very expensive ideas. Yes. Let's see if Robert Rodriguez can produce <laughs> these and direct these on the cheap. It so. needs to be, I mean, <laughs> and I think the differences between a Robert Rodriguez is that he is a, he is a creator of stories. Things are very story driven yeah so it will be although tv expensive it's not going to be giant budgets right john favreau's been doing because he's exactly because john favreau i think does more big screen things Mm -hmm. so those budgets were warranted because it was a three-hour thing yeah that would be exactly and now they're like no 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 we need 12 of these yes (laughs) we need to do a little bit cheaper let's get some balance here a little bit Uh, so robert rodriguez on his twitter account he (laughs) uh you know he directed some of the mandalorian the Mm -hmm. second to last episode which was excellent um he said here's a christmas present to all those who asked me (laughs) what it's like to hang out with baby yoda on the set of the mandalorian Hashtag the tragedy, which is the episode that he directed. Check out the Disney Gallery for more behind the scenes footage. I still need to watch that. But anyway, I digress. Mm. Uh, but here's a little bit of Robert Rodriguez playing the guitar for uh, Grogu, Baby Yoda. <laughs> yes. And he's bobbing his head perfectly with the music. He is. It's so lifelike. I just, I mean, even people on the set, I've heard, really, it's like you're looking at a real creature. It doesn't seem like a, spoiler alert, robot. Right. But I think (laughs) that's not a spoiler. It's just. No, but that's the thing is that we've gotten really good with our robots. And before I think that, you know, this kind of franchise was really good with our puppets and our puppeteering. Mm -hmm. And people would just go, that's a character. Yeah, and so I like that 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 makes me that makes me happy that biz, that these people enjoy this character that much. I know, you know, I really feel like the way it wrapped up could have been the end of the story, mm. and I kind of want it to end that way because I like I like things to you leave you wanting more. Mm-hmm. But I know I'm still very selfish, and I still want to see, see Grogu more. So I'm kind of like, no, I do want to. Right, and season. so I'm I'm trying to I'm gonna try and trust that with the way they've done. We'll we'll see you know, we'll see Grogu again down the road. Oh yeah. But we do need a different storyline and I like that it's like well it has everything'll have an arc and I think the shows are usually most successful when they have they have to have that well now we have something else. Yeah. Because you otherwise you run out of tricks with the one Yes, thing. you do. And I got tired of seeing Mando leave Grogu just alone, <laughs> uh, attached to his right. sidecar, just handing him off to somebody. It's like this never goes I'm like, well. Don't leave him alone. <laughs> don't even let him walk behind Why you. Why do you keep doing that? Something As always a mom, goes awry. You're like, uh, don't leave that baby. Exactly. And then uh. he's like, it's not really a baby. We're like, no, it's a baby. <laughs> It's a baby. It's a baby. And the most wanted thing in the universe universe right now. Why would you? uh, Anyway. Stop leaving your baby. 
So what is this lawsuit against Cardi B? Okay, so Cardi B and Ed, and so this is one of those things, if you are a fan of Cardi B, then you will be happy about this because Cardi B was being uh, sued by her former manager, and it was a big amount of money. It was $10 million mm-hmm. that she was getting sued by because uh, he said that there was a breach of law, a breach of contract. He's like, I'm the one that made her famous. I'm, I, I did all these things, and she signed this contract, and now I didn't get paid. Cardi countersued him mm. and actually like for like $30 million. Oh, and so she's like, in fact, um, I shouldn't ever sign that. There was no attorneys, any of these things. You didn't do anything for me. And so what ended up happening is that the judge said, it's a wash. Both of you go home. Nobody gets any money. Oh. So Cardi basically got what she wanted. She didn't care. I mean, when you read back into the stories, yeah, she would have taken the $30 million, but she really didn't care other than this guy just wasn't getting any more of her money. Right. Yeah. Because he's, you know, because she was saying he's mismanaged my money. He spent things, you know, he, he, he paid right. some stuff he wasn't supposed to do. He was just shady. That's why he didn't get any more money. Can you imagine being at that level of fame and having to deal with this crap? It's mm-hmm. just, oh, I, I feel for her. I mean... If he really was, I mean, who do you trust? People's right. family members do this kind of stuff. Right. You know, you hire your brother to manage your 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 accounts and all of your finances as a celebrity. And they, oh boy. Yeah. Right. I mean, and Cardi has a lot of stuff that's going on because this was the biggest monetary um, suit that she had going on. So it's glad that she's, I'm yeah. sure she's happy to get that out of the way. She can go back to just coming up with you know videos and rapping yeah um but she's like getting sealed in september she got sued by some trump supporters uh you know she, there's another guy that she used allegedly used a copy i mean an image of his tattoo oh. for the cover of her 2016 oh, mixtape and he's still suing her for that oh. because that's going on because he's like yeah nobody asked me to use my tattoo oh, and i feel gross man. basically that's this whole lawsuit is you use my tattoo without talking to me. I feel gross. <laughs> so, okay. no. Gross. Yeah, because I, yeah, so take that off. You All know, right. Kind of thing. So, I mean, Cardi, on top of just trying to, you know, but I think she is good at being controversial for controversial sake as well. Mm-hmm. So, some of these things, I'm pretty sure she's just, you know, just knocking the dust off her shoulders for all the haters and not really worried about it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Um, all right. Well, uh, before we go here, I just want to let you know about our December prizes and the My Talk 1071's listener rewards. We still want to give stuff away to you. So log on. You can download our app. You can stream our shows through the app. Super easy. Also find our podcast there. And you can win gift cards to Cub Foods, Amazon, Starbucks, and more. It's the December prizes and listener rewards. Everything up for grabs is at mytalk1071.com. Perfect. And when we get back, we have some questions for our um, Wisconsin friends out there. I feel like it's uh, only a state away, but it feels like a whole nation sometimes. So if you're from Wisconsin, (laughs) get ready to help us out on this next one here here on the Don and Steve Show with Miss Shannon and Don McClain and producer Grant. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show here on My Talk 1071, streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Don McLean. Don, yes. uh, you and I and producer Grant uh, started the show by talking about how we had a very uh, nice and merry and safe holiday. Yes. I am curious if the okay. same thing happened to some of our Wisconsinite friends. Because it sounds like there is a very dangerous traditional meal that some of our Wisconsin friends partake of that I was not aware of. Okay. Until this popped into my Twitter feed. Oh, no. And so... (laughs) I think I know what you're going to (laughs) say. 
Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. (laughs) So I was not familiar with the concept that they eat these raw hamburger sandwiches. Raw meat Right. Raw, yeah. So, (laughs) and so I thought it was really funny that the Milwaukee, the Wisconsin Health Department sent out a tweet that said, eating raw meat is never recommended (laughs) because of the bacteria it can contain. Ground beef should always be cooked to 160 degrees Fahrenheit. And I was like, wait, what? Why are we tweeting that? Mm. And so then <laughs> Why do we need <laughs> to say that? Exactly. <laughs> and, so, and so then they went into it and they had to actually put a bigger post that ex- that even over explained because clearly they've had this discussion for a million years. Um, because this whole thing, <laughs> I thought it was a joke. I didn't know not, that it was real. It's real. And then I learned that it is. Yeah. And it's a, you know, so it's not clear exactly how popular this particular dish is, but it does say that, you know, like this one particular meat market, Bunzel says that they go through more than a thousand pounds of raw beef and 250 pounds of raw onions just for the sandwiches <gasps> during the holiday period. Ew. And that's just one place mm. that makes them. And it says that the sandwiches, they kind of went out of fashion for a little while and then they came back into fashion. These particular, they call them cannibal sandwiches, which is a terrible name as well. Um, so, especially since that would that would imply that you're eating, eating human yourself, meat. not beef. It's just bad enough that it's raw. If you're um, feeding it to a cow, maybe. And I know that you've heard of like there, there's another one. Sometimes they call it tiger meat, and then there's like steak tartare. And I know people have done you know steak tartare. I think I've had that. Yeah, I've had that at yeah. places. And I do sushi, so I got the guess. Then spurts, there are things that you go, okay, there has to be a warning on it. But eating an entire sandwich of ground meat, like I of, of, of raw meat, so cavemanish. Like I'm like we found fire for a reason. <laughs> Right. And I'm just like, and I think it's really from what I hear, it's like a smear of it. It's almost like they use it like a, it's not like a big blob of it. So it's more like pate. Yeah, I think okay. so. All right. But I might be wrong about that. People will do it like a smear of it, and most of it is onions and other things that aren't. That's the meat. why I wanted to know if somebody because we're so close to the border here. If there's somebody that knows it or ate it when they were growing oh, up, I would yeah. love them to call in six five one six four one one zero seven one. That's six five one six four one one zero seven one. Because I grew up in because I grew up in the Southwest. And my my grandma was super Southern, so we had some gross things that we ate. Like I consider chitlins gross. Yeah. No, you know, as an adult, like once I got to pick my food, not a thing that I've ever bought. Yeah. You know, and I have friends that still do it. And it's, you know, it's part of a tradition and those things. But, you know, it's gross <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um. So I think some of these things, they start in a position of 
that's what they had, so we had to do it. You make the do with what you know. You make do with what's available. But no. and, and now I'm going. We've learned that we can't do this. Yeah, we have fire. Yeah, <laughs> we have fire. We yeah. do, right. we do yeah. have Amy. Uh, she's from Wisconsin, and she had just a couple things she'd like to share with us oh. about. Okay, thank you for calling. Us? No, Amy. No, thank you for calling. I, you, maybe Amy can educate me okay. on this. I would love to hear from Amy. Amy. Hello? Yeah. Hi, hi. Amy. Hi. Okay, so I grew up in Wisconsin. I do live in the cities here. Still a Packer fan, just so you know. So am I. Go Pack, go. Uh, Go Pack, go. Go Pack, go. So you have to to go to a reputable butcher. You cannot go to Target and buy a pound of ground beef. It's not ground beef. There's no fat. Okay. It's very, very lean. But you have to go someplace you trust. My grandpa was a butcher, and so um, he would use all... Um, necessary food safety precautions, right? Yes, yes. but um, Amy, I believe you, but that's one of the things that is actually in the longer post from the Wisconsin Health Department because <laughs> lots of people like you clearly have said that over the ages because they said, and no, it doesn't matter where you buy your beef. Oh, no. In well, the thing, Amy, so they don't believe you. <laughs> well, we're all still alive. Okay. <laughs> you enough, love it. You enough. like to live dangerously over there in Wisconsin. Live, you guys are like renegades. Well, you know, it's cold in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. You gotta do something to keep things interesting. Amy, yes. Um, when you were, yep. when you're, when you're, did you say your dad was the butcher or your granddad? My my grandpa. Yep. Your grandpa. So is there a story behind it? I know that it's one of those, you know, Northern Europe, you know, Northern European traditions. But did your grandpa yeah. tell you a story about why these tiger, sam- I'm sorry, these cannibal sandwiches were so nope. popular? No. Okay. No, no. And, and, and I don't know where you get the cannibal sandwiches or the tiger. It's raw beef and onions is what it's called. They just call it. That. Well, like, I didn't make up the name, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the it's in the article, Amy. <laughs> Well, whoever wrote that, whoever wrote that is not from Wisconsin. Ah, I love it. They're like, I'm from Wisconsin. We keep it. We keep it simple. Just call the sandwich what it is. It's raw beef and onions, not cannibal sandwiches. And you don't you don't eat a ton of it. Like Mm -hmm. it's like an appetizer. Like Mm. you have one little piece of bread with a little bit of raw beef on it, some onion, salt and pepper. It's not like. I'm sitting down to have a steak dinner. It's Fair not a enough. gigantic meal. It's an appetizer. It's a little tidbit. It's not an amuse bouche of raw meat. Is what it is. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Okay. One mouth. One bite. One bite yep. of it. Yep. Yep. Hi, so, good to I mean, know. I I don't know. I mean, if people think that it's not safe, and I think it's got a bad rap because I think people go and get ground beef. Yes. From the grocery store. Right. Uh, where it's not. You know what it's I mean? just like, not made for that. I know because that. I mean, not. that's the you know the it, 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 a 2018 statement from the U.S. Department of Agriculture <laughs> said hundreds of people in the Midwest are sickened after eating cannibal sandwiches, oh. and that there was a noted uh, they noted eight outbreaks in the state of Wisconsin in connection to raw beef consumption oh. since 1986. I think they're just worried about all of your they're Wisconsin family you. members, Amy. Well, well, I'm it, worried about you, too. We, I feel like I just need to get everybody in Wisconsin a PlayStation and tell them to stop eating raw food. <laughs> We've got someone from Minnesota. Bev, she eats it, actually. She's a Minnesotan who eats it. Well, you thank ask? you, Amy. Yeah, thank you, Amy. We appreciate you, and I hope that uh, your, your, your history of <laughs> butchers is, is well-received. Yeah, and sure go pack up. Yes, Bev, I would love to talk to Bev who actually has consumed these raw beef sandwiches.
All right, Bev, educate me. Educate us. Well, we used to go snowmobiling every year over New Year's to Wisconsin, (laughs) and it was a delicacy. We loved it. Uh, The consistency was um, nothing like I'd ever eaten before, and the seasoning is outstanding. It's good stuff. Interesting. Interesting. So was it on like the the size of bread that this raw beef is on? Is it like a full slice or is Is it more like like a a cracker? cracker? Yeah, like a cracker size? It's more like a cracker size. Okay. Interesting. It's just just an appetizer. Okay. I mean, it's it's delicious if you've tried it. I don't know if I would eat it today, but I used (laughs) to eat a lot of that. Interesting. All right. Well, I mean, there's lots of things that I'm like, well, you know, Hmm. Now that she brings it up, I'm like, you know, I always run it through the filter of would I try that if it was in front of me? I've um, had beef tartare at the Lexington or yeah. other places, and that is raw, mm-hmm. raw beef. So. And I eat things that I'm just like, okay, we'll give it a shot. So I, I agree with Bev. If you put it in front of me, I'd probably give it a shot. Okay. And then yeah. hopefully, like, not not end up getting E. coli or something. <laughs> so. Well, and the seasoning that they use with that is just, I mean, it's really flavorful. Hmm. So it's all about the seasoning, and then the raw meat is really just a, a a mechanism, a delivery mechanism for the seasoning and the onions and such. Yeah. Okay. It's like I won't eat sushi, but I, I would eat that. Interesting. All right. All right. I'm on board. I'm on board. I don't think I'm gonna do the you know. Since I, here's the thing, if somebody was, if I ha, if I could do an online tutorial, Don, I don't think that I would go. Let me watch how to make this. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that. So, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there's I lots of things I want to learn how to make. I don't think I want to learn how to make raw meat. I sandwiches. eat sashimi. I raw fish. Yeah, you know, so I do I. Sushi. I mean, just a big old chunk of it. Right. So, but you know what? They're saying not to do it. So, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm a rule follower. And maybe the way that that both uh, Amy and Beb described it, it's not a sandwich. It's like a little. It's like it's a, a cracker, a, right? Or, or like piece. just on a piece of like maybe uh, like a. A wafer, like it's a right. smaller. So they small it so. doses, you're saying? Just yes, little bit. Maybe little if you had one bite, you like sick. one. Yeah, true, <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I don't. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm waffling. This is yeah. gonna keep it's me okay. up at night. Let's just not do it. <laughs> I mean, enough. the health department said don't do it, right? Yeah, Fair I'm, enough. I'm Fair going enough. with the health department. Yep. Scientists are. I'm going with them. Yes, right. scientists. Yes, yep. go science <laughs> and go pack. All right. <laughs> when we get back, we're going to move back into some more uh, Hollywood entertainment news, including a new story about Mary J. Blige and what kept her going through the holidays. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show. I'm Miss Shannon. That's Don McClain and producer Grant is with us. We'll be right back on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve Show on MyTalk1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon here with Don McClain and producer Grant. And, um, you know, how much of you, uh, are you guys a big fan of Mary J. Blige? Yes. Yeah, I, I am too. I am too. And so it was it was difficult as a fan of Mary J. Blige to watch her go through that divorce mm-hmm. um, that she went through. It just seemed a very painful experience for her yeah and so i was uh interested in this article i did not know that uh the fantastic taraji p henson had a facebook watch show so but she does oh yeah so taraji p henson has a facebook watch show which now i'm like all like into right so i'm like (laughs) neat okay we'll watch taraji do this thing and so her show is called peace of mind with taraji and she's had a bunch of people on it. And so, you know, people stream in. So she had a conversation just before the holidays with Mary J. Blige. 
And one of the things that I thought was most interesting about it is that Mary was very open where she was talking about how it was, you know, she was sad and lonely during the holidays, Mm. but she's getting over it and she's finding ways to get through. And I thought that that was wonderful for her to acknowledge because I think that we don't often acknowledge enough that the holidays are really hard for a lot of people. And that they, you know, there's a lot of sense of loss. It's not what you wanted. There's this Hallmark and Disney like expectation of oh, what the sure. holidays are like. And so people just, I think, feel like they're less or smaller because they're not having a great time during the holidays or don't enjoy it or have some something that has happened that made them not super love the holidays. Like you're not allowed to love the, to, to hate the holidays. So I thought it was good for her to be able to go on the show and be honest and go, yeah, it's hard for me, but... Hopefully we get back to, you know, I enjoy the holidays again. But right now it's just not my favorite thing. And I thought that was really cool. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, I guess, um, attributed to him in helping her heal past trauma of mm-hmm. her previous relationships and steering her clear of a drug and alcohol addiction. Right. So she saw him uh, as her knight in shining armor. Um, Ken do Isaacs yes. is his name. and. Then she found out he cheated on her, mm-hmm. and it was a very painful thing for her. Um, also accused him of blowing her fortune, spending right. money on his alleged mistress. That's got to sting. Exactly. When she said that she was the sole breadwinner during a lot of the um, relationship, that they were together for 13 years. Oh. And then, you know, it was like even watching the fact that he was asking for that original, that six-figure request of spousal support. Spousal support, I know. Right, God, like so I'm much that right money. Now. Oh. So much money. And know. she was ordered to to pay 30000 monthly mm-hmm. in temporary spousal support. Right. Man. That's just hard. And it was interesting, too, because if you watch the episode, she talks about um, relationships. And I totally, you know how sometimes you watch somebody on an interview, Don, and you're like, I feel you. Like, yeah. kind of thing. Like, she got to a point where she's talking about, well, one of these days, I will get back into being into love, you know, kind of mm-hmm. thing. But right now, I'm just into me, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. You know, she's like, I'm trying to like sift through some of these things. And she says, she put it, she's like, I'm trying to love on me right now. That's a good thing because it's very tempting sometimes to um, springboard into a whole nother relationship. Yeah. You know, and it just depends on where you are in the, you know, if the relationship is done and you've already moved on, that's fine. But if you're still hurting. Right. I mean, because it sounds like she needed she felt like. She needed that other person to fulfill a role that maybe she should have been doing on herself. Yes. You know, as far as like. Agree. You know, you, you work on yourself and you overcome things, drug and al- alcohol addiction in her case. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an inner strength that you need to find. But to see it as something outside of yourself, if you ever believe in any person, place or thing to give you power. You know, even if it's like I have to be in the role of a mother. Right. Well, if that in- changes for you, then how do you define yourself? You know it is what I mean? difficult sometimes when you go through that journey. Like, I mean, I, I, I know where I'm at now, but there was that point when it was difficult to define myself as anything other than, 
you know, a mom and a wife. Yeah. It, you know, even with all the things, and I think that you, you know, having a Mary J. Blige say that as well with all of the accomplishments that she's had. And it's like, no, I allowed my identity to be attached to this relationship. Yes. For so many, for, and a lot of times when you're doing it, it's for the right reasons. Like yeah. I don't, I'm not nitpicking any of the things that I did, you know, when I was in that wife and mother mode and mm-hmm. made my decisions based upon what I thought was the right thing to do at the time. Now, I think that I can be those things and myself and go, it's okay to be the, you know, it's not, it's not narcissistic or destructively narcissistic to go, no, I'm important as a human being in and of myself, not just as a mechanism of these things in this relationship. Exactly. Yeah. And you define, defining yourself as a wife whenever you aren't, or, you know, just with anything, it can Boy, it's it's you find your strength whenever things are low for right. sure. And it sounds like she has. But can you imagine, Miss Shannon, like everything that you went through, mm-hmm. if you had amassed a lot of money mm-hmm. and then let's say there was some infidelity and then you had to give your money that you earned on your own right, right to the person that did those awful things to you. I mean, how these people endure that kind of pain mm. just on a level of like, now I have to give my income huh. to this person who has cheated on me. Right. And hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I think even... I'm just glad. I wanted to be famous for a very long time and now all these things that happen to people like Kelly Clarkson and just Mary J. Blige, but you just think... go, hmm. I don't know. I think, but I think that that also happens on smaller levels because yeah. I didn't even have any infidelity and be like, mm-hmm. it floated the idea that maybe I might pay, you know, maybe he was going to ask for uh, spousal support. And I'm like, you really going to do that? <laughs> yeah. You really want to be that guy? <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of thing. And we are all equitable now. So I don't want to sound like I'm digging on my ex. You know, no, we no, figure no. out what we're doing now. But, but yeah. you know, when you're in the midst of it and all of those things, it's still Scary. just as, yeah. And just as, you know, uh, somebody who's spent a lot of time building up whatever you got even mm-hmm. if you you know if you're just at your little house in crystal like i do mm-hmm. and you like i worked hard to get my thing yes and now i have to give it to somebody else that's rough either that way rough. and so right. you know trying to figure out how to get to to navigate that disentanglement is complicated and oh. it is it does take you know time and i'm glad that she's saying that she's spending time loving on herself because i feel like i was in a similar boat like when i got divorced i was like i had to figure out who i was mm-hmm. it you know just you know just rearranging things and figuring out you know what your definition of you is is a journey 
an absolute journey. Yeah, I'm never long... getting married. <laughs> yes. I'm not. I'm I'm not no, sorry. <laughs> I don't. Okay, here's what I want to tell you, though. It's not even just about getting married. It's being like, I, I'm one step, as someone who's been uh, married, divorced, and long-term relationship, like if I ever get in another long-term relationship, I'm lawyering up. <laughs> and here's part of the reason why I'm lawyering up, and we make fun of this on the mom show, because uh, it sounds like I'm a buzzkill. It's like, no, I've just gotten to the point in my life that I want to make sure that I have these conversations before I get into another long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about finances, and I want to talk about you know all of these things that once you're in a relationship, if they come up later, mm -hmm. then they end up, if you're on, not on the same page, that's a problem. Oh, yeah. And so I want to talk about it up front. And if I say, yeah, I think I want a prenup, and they're like, you you hate love, then they're the wrong person. <laughs> right. True. Yeah. You hate love. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that like people are like, oh, because I, I say I never want to get married. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm all about like keeping everything separate. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you, yeah. you pay for your part. Independent. And then, mm -hmm. and then you like and people go, well, that's you don't understand because marriage is about joining two lives together and then you should join bank accounts. I'm like, no, no you shouldn't. <laughs> no. I'm like, why? Why do you have to do that? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. But like I said, I don't ever plan on getting married and it's mostly because i don't want to i know that divorce is very painful and i would never want to go through that and i look at all it this way and breakups time. are painful you yeah. know kind of thing like i've and had then, my divorce was uh, it was it was technically complex because you have to sign things mm -hmm. and work things out yeah but there's just been relationships that were complex Mm -hmm. You know, that I was like, once we, we did it, so it was very rarely that we're just like, you know what, I'm done. And you just bounce and never have to run into each other. Yeah. <laughs> There's still stuff and, and residual feelings and residual things you have to take care of. So, I mean, I'm all for it, but if I, if I, before you and your, your current gentleman caller moved in, I'd been like, did you get a cohabitation agreement? Oh. <laughs> like, I would have been advising you completely different, Dom, but it's too late now. I'd been like, you need a cohabitation agreement. Are you saying that if they just live with you and they're not in the, the title, they are now part of the uh, situation? You need a cohabitation Ooh, agreement that spells out all of the things. <gasps> do you learn so this you on can... the mom show? Yes, yes, yes you do. Deanne Doulas from Sheridan Doulas. Yeah, so. I might have but, to talk to you. Yeah, later. but it is. It's a matter of like it's 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 basically like we talk about okay yes we have a a, a couple's agreement that you're going to pay for this and i'm going to pay for that let's just spell this all out and sign something good call. you know in case anything happens down the road right. i like even if you get a roommate and you don't know him you should still i'm gonna move in with my girlfriend just because we want to say you know because you don't want to end up on a judge judy exactly <laughs> that doesn't, or some exactly. type of small claims court because that's where People start suing each other for little things like this. Because it turns into he said, she said, or she said, she said, and he Document. said, he said. And so instead, let's just sign this ahead of time Document and talk about everything, it. everything, right? Make sure we're on the same page. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. You and your lady friend, Grant, I'll help you as well. We can talk I'll tell the you show. who to talk to. All righty. <laughs> I'm all like, I, I have just enough information to, to, to <laughs> be dangerous. <laughs> we're happy. We're in love. But we're never afraid to bring that up. You've got it. That's the problem is too many people are afraid to bring up or bring right. that word up prenup or a lawyer or these contracts. And it's that it doesn't mean you're not in love with that person. You're just covering your right. butt. And yeah. I think it's it's a it's adulting is what I yeah. found. You know, I'm at this point in my life. I'm like, if you don't want to talk about it, I want to make sure there were some things, some things that we because we are in love and hormones and running and all you know, running at full steam, my ex-husband and I, that we just didn't know that we had very different strategies on some very important things. Oh, for sure. And then once, you know, at, you know, enter a kid into the picture. Right. Yep. It's and, like that kind of stuff. You have no idea until they are in it with you. Yep. How 
they feel about this or that and just minute details of right. how to raise a child. Those and are the moved, things that are... Ooh. Right. We move so fast, and you know, kind of thing. Oh, wait, we're together. Oh, wait, we're going to have a baby. Oh, wait, we got married. That by the time everything calmed down, that's when we were like, oh, there's some things that we just didn't get around yeah. to talk about. We were good at the, the rushing and the crisis parts of things. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do we... How do we you know, we can we can put out a fire. Mm-hmm. But then when it's just it's Tuesday, how do we hang out with each other? We were that's when oh, we had problems. Yeah. You know, like just existing, you know, because we just hadn't talked about what the existing of me and my ex were like. And those things just didn't turn out to be on the same page. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm good with like I'm slowing down and talking through things more that these days. Great. And also very happy at just being, you know, just me, you know, kind of thing. It takes a lot. You know, thing. I've been through that, you know, ups and downs. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to hang out with me. It t- and there's so much time and energy that you put into parenting, mm-hmm. you know, that um, you kind of sometimes, I remember this whenever I was, you know, raising my daughter. It's just like when when you do have time to slow down and not have all of that it's not a distraction it's your job but right it, when your brain has the ability to do other things you kind of go who am i yes you know? right after all of that so it's and just being on the same page uh, before you speak people the truth, have kids wouldn't mm-hmm. you just i mean how you should talk about everything you yep. could possibly ever imagine that would ever come up right like how do we discipline them mm-hmm. what's an appropriate amount of time to ground someone right how do you feel about giving second chances and third chances i even like to talk <laughs> about all of the money thing the boring things like are you a saver or a spender Good are you a, yeah. what's your credit look like did you know what you know what kind of what what did you grow up around learning about money and where are you because those things those are things that are very difficult are you, you have spontaneous with are you, your money exactly so, so you go hey let's go out to eat tonight and then it's a big fight right i mean this has not happened in my experience right now. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that could be an issue where it's Agreed. like we can't spend money on that. Right. You know? Why are we buying this thing? Would you, you know? would you guys like think that like a good way to go about it is create a list of things that you know where you stand on it. And then, like you said, have that conversation mm-hmm. so that you don't yeah. have to have those hard conversations after the fact. Because I'm getting into this point in my life and we mm-hmm. did this thing. I mean, we've been together for five years and right. we're having fun and we've never had these real serious, you know, but we usually agree on everything. But I don't know how to approach it. So in my listening to you guys, I think I should kind of figure out where I stand. Right? Here's I guess. my yeah. Just listen to where some old stand. bitter ladies. Yeah, exactly. This is great advice. This is where I think that sometimes like preemptive couples counseling works because they can help you figure out what questions to ask. But I also think that like couples, and we don't do this often enough, should go sit down with like a financial advisor or somebody else that's an intermediary call. because then it's them asking the questions. Yes. Ah. And you don't have to feel like the bad person Good. because you did it so whatever the subject matter is have somebody else ask you the questions and go. then you can see how do you guys line up so if somebody is super risk adverse and somebody is super like throw it all into the wind you know then you'll welcome back to the donna and steve show you're on my talk 1071 and streaming on my talk 1071.com we appreciate you however and wherever you are listening i'm miss shannon here with don mcclain that was producer grant giving us that uh lovely lovely um <laughs> weather weather there that wasn't that bad that wasn't that bad i'm okay, okay. with that all right i'm all right with that as long as you're cool with it i'm cool with it yeah. i just heard negative and i go no <laughs> <laughs> i'm okay with it my you know in comparison to last year didn't it seem like it was oh, a lot snowier and so icy better. yeah it was it was brutal oh this is it, amazing last year December. was yeah last year was what broke me as far as the being mm-hmm. the super empowered i go out and snow blow my own 
snow driveway. Yes. Last year, I'm like, so this year I hired somebody Good to come you. and do the main. <laughs> you know, what's funny is that I hired somebody and this sound this. You guys will not be surprised that this is what happened. So I hired somebody. And so they come out and they do my driveway and then the, the walkways. Um, but then there's some things that they didn't do that I decided uh. I wanted to move the snow myself okay. so i went out yesterday and took my snowblower out and was like well there's, there's a pile here that's not where i want the pile oh, and then like and then that's like that and so and then i wanted to make a little because I, I have a du- i own a duplex so i'm like i want to make a little path from a tenant to be able to easily move her gar- her her dumpster her yes. gar- garbage dumpsters so i did that so while i'm outside my neighbor one of my neighbors does not have a snowblower and so i'm like mm. well you know, I'm cleaning up mine. So I, it's in it. It was on the side of the house that I was making my little path. So I did their driveway. And then while I'm doing that, a house yep. like on the other side, uh-huh. and I don't really even know these oh neighbors. Oh my gosh. Stop. I barely know Somebody these neighbors. Like I've her. seen them. <laughs> I've seen them. Right, exactly. So the guy's like, hey, can you help me out? And he looked like an older gentleman. Oh, so I was gosh. like, I had my headphones in. I had to take them out. I'm like, sure. So I went over and did his driveway. Hey, I've done the same thing. Because <laughs> right? once you're out there, you just keep moving, right, yeah, Grant? And you can't stop because you just don't want to say no to the next <laughs> exactly. guy. So I did this my first year in my neighborhood and I helped out all these people. And then all of a sudden, I finally was like, I can't do it anymore. So, but there's this guy to my right, Rich, love him to death. And yep. I help him out with his yard and everything, but I still don't do the snow. And I was like, all right, let's just get a snow plow group together. Right. I'll, I'll take care of it and you can pay me back at the end of the year. Yep. So now, and it's a buddy of mine. Well, my buddy knows I'm young, a young gentleman. So what does he do? He plows his driveway, my, my neighbors. Yes. Then does, uh, shovels off all the snow off of his sidewalk and his steps. Just plows mine, but leaves the steps for me. See? I'm yeah. like, dude, come on, man. I thought <laughs> oh, I hired you to the pay. steps of the exactly. world. I'm like, just because you know me and we're, you're not giving me a discount here. No. If right. you're listening, I hope you're listening. <laughs> come on, Rich. And that's how I feel about, like, I don't know what the etiquette is of having a service come do it. Because I didn't know if it was the kind of thing... Like, like if I go, like, my hairstylist is my friend, but I'll use that example. If I was like, can you take a little bit more off the edge, I would be comfortable saying that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I could tell the snow removal service people, can you not put that pile there because that's where I put my garbage cans or like, or, you know, like, I, I didn't know if I could go back to them and go, I do not like the shape right? that it's, you did the pile in. Like the I love it. No, <laughs> so I, I don't support even know if this. I can ask. No, you do. You are paying for it. Okay. It's your, and plus, they don't care. Okay. They don't have a personal preference as to where they just, you know, why don't you put a little sign that says, put snow here. Right. Because that matters to me because I'm like, no, I have created a walkway for our postal carrier. Yeah, exactly. And so putting the snow where they put it was in the way of where I know the postal carrier if, if wanders you, through. The language of plow is if you go to a hardware store, they've got those little red and orange um, reflector ah, sticks. Yes, okay. If you put those out, I've learned that they won't put stuff where those are. Because oh, I had the same situation where okay. he was kind of blocking off my sidewalk area. So I put that in front of it and then he wouldn't push it over. Thank you. Okay, because I wondered. Because I was like, I'm, I didn't want... Because in general, they're doing a fine job. You know, they helped me out a lot. I'm glad I didn't have to go and do it. Because like, yeah, yesterday I felt like going and doing this thing. It wasn't a, I have to. So I do appreciate them. So I didn't want to hurt their feelings by going, I have concerns about the way you were plowing. Oh, right. Well, you're not going to be, here's the difference okay. in the way you communicate the message. You can do the language of plow, apparently. Yes, that is I appreciate thing. that, yes. <laughs> or, or you can just go, hey, 
you know, just be nice about it. Don't be a crabby old man. Right. If you're exactly. like, you're like, don't put the snow there. That's different. But you're exactly. like, gently, you know, just say it nicely, which I'm sure you will. You right. are, you can't really be mean because you're Miss <laughs> Shannon. So, True. Um, you know, they'll be fine with it because right. they don't have a personal right. preference. Excuse they just me, are doing what leave? they think that you want yeah. them to do. It really is just, excuse me, I'd like to leave this walkway for the postal carrier. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like they have a hard enough job wandering around. Absolutely. Your, your toughest thing is going to be getting a hold just catching them because you guys know they're out there two in the morning exactly. three in the morning it's like that's why by the time i wake up i'm like oh i didn't even get a chance to catch him mm. well we'll just wait till the next one Good and then the yeah next one boy they right. are in the middle of the night yep. i i lived in a couple of houses when i first moved here that didn't have any type of snow removal service yes so i was so worried moving from missouri that the post office the postal workers wouldn't be able to get up my steps and because yep. it would snow like feet of snow overnight right. that i would go out there before i came in oh uh, so ouch. i was out there like at 4 a.m yep. shoveling sidewalks i didn't have a snow blower just Look trying to do the best i could well i kind of got made them mad oh. to begin with and i didn't really realize that it wasn't being taken care of it was a misunderstanding oh. with my association my, uh, yeah well no it was just a you know it's a it's a dude he has oh, okay. a bunch of houses and i thought he took care of that because uh, i, I moved in in the winter and then i'm like Oh, you guys aren't taking care of my lawn or ah. picking up the leaves. Oh, what a mess. But, oh, yeah. But you know what? Um, yeah, it's just you got to do it. It's mm-hmm. you got to help those postal workers. And especially mine, just because of the timing of when they deliver the mail in my neighborhood. It's like four thirty, five o'clock a lot of times. So it's like pitch black. Oh, it's like dark now in the middle of the path, winter. Yes. Right. So I'm like, no, I want to make this easy on them Good so they can you. just walk straight up. They don't have to go out in the road. Just want them to make them easy, make their life easier. Yes, they yeah. all wish they had you as your, their stop. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I do my best. I do my best. You got to okay. think. There's a lot of awful people out there that don't do anything. Right, so. and I get it. It's yeah. a pain, but it's just a pain that I choose to take care of because I'm just I don't know. I'm concerned. Yeah, for their safety. That would I'm like I would feel so bad if. You know, like I try to make sure I, I put down uh, the sand and, and I have the, the fancy salt that doesn't like, hurt the animals. Oh, I went and got that. Yeah, I went yeah. and got the fancy salt because I was like, oh, wait, I'm, the squirrels are going to walk oh, in I it didn't. and hurt themselves. Oh, I didn't know that existed. Yeah, oh, there's well. like fancy, like pet friendly or animal friendly salt. Yeah. It's just for their po- I use it for my dogs. I'm sorry, not yeah. the squirrels, but I like where your head's at. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a dog and my cat does not go outside. So I'm just like anybody else's dog or whatever. I'm just like, I don't. Once I knew, it's, you know how it is once you know something. You can't go, if I choose not to use it, then I just feel like a jerk. Because once I knew that that... I didn't know it existed. Right. And now I don't take care of that. So I'll remember next time if I get a yeah. house where I have to do all that again. Right. So that's just a, a thing. So I, I'm i glad that you guys helped me. That kind of was a tip. That kind of was yeah, a here, tip that we went to. Let's do this. Yeah. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. All right, let's get to a few of these and let's come back after the break. Yeah. I, want, I think this will help people. It's so let's fun. do this. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, people get holiday blues. The holiday season Definitely. may be over and you're like, I worked all all that time and mm-hmm. spent all that money on Christmas and now it's over. Mm-hmm. So uh, number one on this list of weird holidays in January that you can celebrate, January 1st is National Hangover Day. Um, <laughs> and you can rest easy in the fact that somebody has made it an official day I dedicated like to your misery. So <laughs> well that done. is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two on this list on January 1st also is called Z-Day. Okay, This holiday is intended to give recognition to all persons, places, and things that begin with the letter Z. Z. 
Interesting. And are often listed or thought of alas. Right. So, you know, drink Azima, they say. <laughs> Which, it, it is National Hangover Day. Hair of the dog, you know, you might yeah. need to uh, listen tie to, one on. Listen to the, the, the artist Zed. He's a fantastic DJ. You yes. Listen to Zed, get some EDM in your life. Okay, got it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also you can like a picture from Zendai yes. uh, on Alexis's Instagram page. Yeah, on that's, a good that's a good one. Yes. Um, this is one that I found to be hilarious. Scottish people came up with the new tradition uh it, it's the first person to step into someone's home is called a first footer okay and they're thought to it's called first foot day january 1st and it's thought to represent good fortune entering the household by bringing a handful of goodies oh. um including whiskey cash cheese and or bread okay and All or good. bread yes bread. Man, <laughs> for everyone who's been carb friendly now you have something here's another weird, like bread. weird thing about it Women and blonde men aren't allowed. So the first footer should always be a dark haired man. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Right. But there you got to go. bring the gifts, so I'm fine with that. That works. Yeah. That works. I want to go through some more of that when we get back. Cool. All right. That's perfect. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show without Donna or Steve. I'm Miss Shannon. That's Don McClain. Producer Grant is with us, and we'll be right back on My Talk 1071.